This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 764 of Horse Tip Daily. A different horse tip, a different equine topic, a different equestrian expert every day. Horse Tip Daily brings the world of equine knowledge to you one day at a time. Greetings, horse people. Coach Jen here. Thanks for joining us for this third in a four-part series on leg protection for your horse, produced in cooperation with Thinline Global. In this series, with the expert help of Elaine Lockhead, we will cover all aspects of leg protection. I am joined once again by Elaine Lockhead from Thin Line Global. Good afternoon, Elaine. Good afternoon, everyone. Uh, we've been having a great time in this series of segments about leg protection for horses. We talked about who needs it and why. And then we talked a little bit about the different types of boots available and their functions. But that list was so extensive, we are now on part two of leg types of leg protection and their function. So this is segment number three. Folks, if you have not yet listened to number one and two, I would strongly encourage you to do so because it was fascinating. So what other types of leg protection um, does the modern equestrian have available, and what are they going to do for us? Well, let's start with um, let's start with the simple ones. Let's talk about ankle, uh, otherwise known as fetlock boots. I was going to say, horses don't have ankles. Right. Wait a minute. I'm confused already, Elaine. You said this was going to be easy. <laughs> right. But it's the closest thing to an ankle that they have is a fetlock. But most people actually use the word ankle boot um, in the United States. In Europe, they use fetlock. So it's, it's kind of a, uh, a USA thing. But ankle or fetlock boots are designed for the hind leg of the horse and just to design to protect the part of the leg that begins just above the hoof. So you've got that little bone there, and that's where the horses tend to hit if they travel a little close behind or if they step sideways a little bit. So the ankle boot is designed just for impact protection. It only has product on the inside of the leg, so it's not designed to protect anything except the horse hitting itself. Um, materials is made out of generally are hard plastics or hard rubbers and then lined with something like neoprene gel, um, sheepskin, or thin line. Uh, the next category of boots would be knee boots. You rarely see this boot, mostly because knee boots are very hard to keep on a horse. If anybody's ever tried to bandage a knee, they'll know what I'm talking about. And when you have a horse that's moving to, to try to keep a a boot on that part of the horse's that's, leg. Yeah, that's a really mobile awesome. part of a horse, isn't it? <laughs> it's a very mobile part of the horse. The only people who really use them are barrel racers and reiners. Um, and they use them for, you know, when they're really doing serious spinning or, um, you know, getting around an object. So you don't see those boots very often. I have seen those. You're right. The, I've seen pictures of uh, reining horses uh, wearing those in their warm-ups. But I, it never occurred to me that it, they would hit their knees because when they spin, they they really do it with a lot of enthusiasm. I know. Don't you love that? Love yeah. <laughs> it's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, it's very cool. The next category would be um, skid boots. And these are used by rainers 
They're used on the hind legs of the horse, and everybody knows the sliding stop. We love to watch the horses do that. And the horses just get down really far where their butts are almost sitting on the ground. And as they're sliding, what's tagging the ground on their back leg? It's the back of the fetlock joint. And these boots really take a pounding. So it's really important that you have a good skid boot if you're going to be taking your horse through sliding stops. And one of the funny things that happened to us is people will come back to us and they'll say, my skid boot is just completely torn up. And I say, well, how's your horse's leg? Well, it's great. Like, fabulous. That's- <laughs> you, know? you really do need to have that boot. I'm so happy it worked for you. Yeah. Can you imagine what his leg would look like if you hadn't put that boot on? Exactly. And one of the great things about thin line is actually is durability. In our saddle pads, people joke around that you can park your truck on our pad and still use it the next day and it's perfectly fine. <laughs> Don't, we're not recommending that. No, we're not yeah, recommending no. it. No. But, yeah, it's it's great for our customers. Maybe not so great for Thinline because the boots and the all our products tend to last so long. But let's quickly get to the sports medicine boot. That's a big category right there. Oh, it's a huge category, and it's one of the most exciting products for us. And the reason is, <clears throat> excuse me, this boot was designed about 20 years ago by Professionals Choice. And what this, this boot radically changed the boot world. What they designed was a boot that wraps around the horse's leg and then Velcro's closed. The way that the wrap works is the wrap actually goes underneath the fetlock joint and then Velcro's to itself. So it supports the bottom of the fetlock, supports all those digital flexor tendons and all the major tendons in the lower in the lower leg. And then it comes up the horse's leg and supports all the suspensory ligaments and basically supports everything on a horse's leg. In addition to that, it gives you impact protection 360 degrees around the leg. The best boot ever designed, hands down. Now, in the last decade or so, um, pretty much... Hundreds of manufacturers have been redesigning this boot because the original boot was made with very thick neoprene inside. So that had some issues with it because the neoprene does some things we don't want a boot to do. It overheats the horse's leg because neoprene is, of course, made for things like scuba suits. And, you know, it keeps bodies warm. We don't want to overheat our tendons. That's when we get injuries in horses. So neoprene had historically been the only thing used in these boots. And some people have tried to put gels in it and different other materials, but the things that happen to the horse's leg then, in addition to overheating, is you have weight problems. The boots tend to shift and move around, and they become too heavy, and then the horses can't move with great confidence. And these horses, we want our horses to be athletes, so we want don't want to hinder them and have them feel as though they're running with a weight on their leg. Um, additionally, many products will actually grow fungus in them and grow bacteria in them, which is very hard to get rid of even if you wash it. So that's not good for the horse's skin. And, again, cleanliness, most of the products, 
like neoprene tend to get dirt. The arena dirt can actually get into the neoprene because the cells are so large. So for us, this is one of the most exciting boots that we've done because we were able to line the sports medicine boot. We call this boot for in our product line the Cobra boot. It kind of twists around the horse's leg. So we line it with a very thin, thin line that is more protective for impact than triple-layer neoprene. It ventilates so it does not get keep the horses hot. And the nice thing about thin line is it ventilates laterally. So you have to have some neoprene on the outside in order to stick the Velcro. So you have to have a product on the inside that will ventilate along itself so that it comes out the top of the boot and the bottom of the boot. And that's how the heat comes out of out of the Cobra boot. Oh. And one of my persons is that I hate to see these lovely little quarter horses and Arabians and all these fine-boned horses with this great big fat boot on their leg. <laughs> that's <laughs> the Popeye effect. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So with the thin line in the boot, it's so supple. It just totally molds to the horse's leg. It's so thin that, you know, when you put on a thin line um, sports medicine boot, it looks like it belongs there. It just looks very trim and it looks very clean. And speaking of cleaning, no dirt gets in it. Oh, that's always nice. Yeah, because of the thin line is so dense and dense. Well, it doesn't have the open big cells like the neoprene does, so no dirt can stick to it. So once again, all you have to do is hose them off, or if you want to, you can throw them in the washing machine. And nothing grows in it, so that's a wonderful thing, so our horse's skin can stay healthy. But this boot, I think we're more excited about, or at least me personally, I'm just very excited about this boot, um, because everybody across discipline uses it. This is a boot for function and not for fashion. So while, while... in the hunter-jumper world, people would never go in the ring with a boot like this because there are sort of fashion sessions, and you know, mm-hmm. you'll find it now on people who are schooling the hunters. You'll find it people on, in the dressage arena. You find it on the driving horses. You find it on the event horses and the Western pleasure horses and the reining horses. There's not a horse I can't find this boot on. It's hmm. just an amazing product. So help me out here because we've covered a lot of boots in the in these past two segments, number two and number three now. Um, in a brushing and or galloping boot, which is the same name, two different names for the same boot, it covers, quote, the horse's whole leg. Visually, somebody who's really not familiar with uh, horse boots, how does a brushing or galloping boot look different if he's looking at it on the shelf? from a sports medicine type of boot, in this case, a Cobra boot. What looks different about it to somebody just seeing it sitting there on the tack room, tack shop shelf? The sports medicine boot is going to look like it's a neoprene boot with long Velcro closures that wrap around the horse's leg. So it's more of a wrapping boot that goes back to the leg wrap kind of. Ah, okay. So when you look at it, you're going to look at this and go, oh, yes, this is going to function like an old-fashioned leg wrap without the the driver error part. Correct. The sport boot and the brushing boot 
typically are made to look like leather. They may not be made of leather, like the Finland boot is not. It looks just like leather, and it wraps around the horse's leg, and then it has a small Velcro closure, so the Velcro doesn't go all the way around. On the inside of a, of a brushing boot or a splint boot, there will be a hard piece of rubber on the inside of the leg to protect from blunt trauma. <gasps> Aha, so, yes, the strike plate, that's a big difference, yes. The strike plate, right. So okay. the Cobra boot does not have a strike plate on it. The open front jumping boot, basically it has something hard in the back where the horses are most likely to hit themselves. So brushing, galloping, sport boots are going to have some type of strike plate on it. That's a good way for folks out there wandering through the boot section at the tack shop. Um, trying to, because I don't know about you, but when I go to the tack shop, I just like to pick up everything and play with it. The people, the clerks hate me. Um, <laughs> a good way to tell what you're looking at if you're really not familiar with them is the uh, sports medicine boot designed for supporting your horse's tendons and ligaments is not going to have a strike plate. That's the hard plastic or padded um, part on the inside edge. Whereas a brushing galloping boot will have that hard piece of strike plate in there. That's a good. That's a really good pointer. I like that, and I really love Very the simple. fact that you they're making the the sports medicine support type of boot a little bit lower profile because it 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 was a little bit clunky for some horses if if the horse moved close if it was fine boned or small. Um, we used it was that restrictive type of as well. Yeah, you, know, you have something that large, and just imagine what that boot is like when you go through water or you're working in a wet arena. Right now, does the thin line Cobra boot have a similar "I don't absorb water" factor that the other thin line products do? Absolutely, handy dandy. There we go. Handy dandy, yeah. Well, tell our listeners out there where they can find out more about. Thin Line uh, online so they can learn more about boots and more about Thin Line technology. If you go to thinlineglobal.com and check out our technology pages, you will find pretty much everything you need to know there. Or you can email us off of that website or call us because we're always here to talk to our fellow horse people and answer any questions we can. You guys have a great help department. Thank you again, once again, Elaine. And we have one more, one more installment coming up, folks, so stay tuned. Thank you once again to Elaine Lockhead for sharing your expertise. And thank you to Thin Line Global for helping us put this series together. When you stop by the Thin Line Global website at thinlineglobal.com, be sure to take advantage of the special 12% discount on your order by typing RADIO into the promo code at checkout. Stay tuned for part four of the series, where we'll cover fitting issues, care of your boots, and troubleshooting troubles. Please stop by the Horse Tip Daily Facebook page and let us know what you think of the tips you hear on the show. It's also a great place to tell us about topics you'd like to hear us cover on the show. You can subscribe to all the great shows on the Horse Radio Network through iTunes or Zoom and get your horse podcasts automatically downloaded to your iPod, Zoom, or MP3 player. You can also listen to the shows right on Facebook. The player's right there every day. I'll be back again tomorrow with another new expert and a different horse tip. Until then, go ride your horse! The Horse Radio Network and the Horse Radio Network hosts are not responsible for statements of guests or their opinions. Use your own judgment when listening to the tips provided by the experts on Horse Tip Daily. (laughs) 